Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You, ooh, you, ooh, are a natural beaut. You, ooh, you, ooh, are a natural beaut, natural beaut, natural beaut, natural beaut, natural beaut, natural Grab a brush and put a little makeup. It's Natch Butte, baby. We're here and we're fired up. I'm already yelling. I've got a few uh, bad iTunes reviews about me yelling. And to that, I say, find another pod, baby, because <laughs> I am fired up. There are plenty of low energy, uh, vocal fry uh, lady podcasts you can check out. This is not one of them, okay? Turn the volume down. You can't tame a you can't. You can't tame the beast. If we're talking makeup and skincare, I'm excited about it oh somebody also said i was vain and i was like yeah my podcast is about makeup this isn't a save the kids podcast okay (laughs) this isn't a be a charitable good person yeah it's called natch butte baby so anyway, let's just get to the point. Uh, I'm going to plug natribute.com real quick. That's where the episode guides are. If you're listening to this and you want to go back and reflect upon what we discuss, natribute.com will have the episode guide. Other than that, I have nothing to say because we need to get to the damn <laughs> guest, baby. Georgia Hardstark is in the studio. Hi. Hi. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I can't even tell you, like... The huge, profound effect your career has had on my career, it all started with you having me on Slumber Party, uh, which was my first ever podcast appearance, believe it or not. I didn't know that. You were so good. It was just, the the moon was aligned, the tides were, I'm telling you, we had the best time on that episode, and when I had my meeting here at Farrell at the beginning of the year to pitch them Natch Butte, Dustin said to me, Ever since you did that slumber party pod, you should have had a podcast. Yeah. You slayed it. I well, I've a- been telling you, fuck it. I think well, everyone yes. has a podcast. When you're doing my lashes, I'm just like, why the fuck don't you have a podcast? I mean, we, you and I were like coming up with ideas. Yeah. Um, I remember at one point I was like, I'm going to do one called, you, you said the name, All the Real Girls, R-E-E-L. Oh, because yeah. I wanted a female <laughs> podcast. I'm a very like, I love women. Yeah. I'm pro women. I was in a sorority. I'm all about the female friendships. And I was going to have like, you'd come on and talk about your shitty side jobs. Yeah. Cause I've, you know, I used to be a dog walker. Uh, you know, oh, I'm an eyelash an person. Yeah. I've had, I've had a career, baby. Yeah. Well, well, you're always like, you're so ambitious and I love that. I feel like you're like me with that where it's like, what's next? What can I do? Always. Fucking I'm a cockroach. Constantly. I evolve. Uh, the chemicals only make me stronger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I evolve like a, like a bed bug. It's a hustle. Yes. And it's fucking once in a while something fucking hits and. And you roll with it. Yeah. I'm riding this wave all the Dude, way to the shore. This is it. I fucking know it. Thank I you. Know but it. also, uh, you know, thank you for your fan base. Your fan base on My Favorite Murder has really embraced Natribute from the beginning. I mean, That's awesome. I still get daily emails that are like, I found you through My Favorite Murder. I heard your ad and I was intrigued. Yeah. I tuned in and here I am. So I feel like for some reason, uh, what I'm doing is resonating with the the niche of f- people you have. Well, they're the best fucking people. No, like, they really it are. It always blows my mind how fucking cool they are. And there's it's so many women. You know, it's like yeah. probably like 80, 90 percent women. Which is, I'm all about those ladies. So, yeah, they're just like the best supportive 
most wonderful people. It's amazing. And and I've got to watch your life change and how grateful you are for this. And, and now I'm getting a tiny amount of it uh. as well. And so just thank you. Thank you to you. <laughs> thank you to the murderinos. And uh, as I was just discussing with you in the green room, there is <laughs> there is a new term, buterino. I fucking love it. Which is the Natch Butte murderino crossovers. Dude. And there's furderino and you have fucking wonderful chooch on yes, your Yes, right my now. stinker. She is the most amazing dog I've ever met. I know. Met. We could do a podcast on our pets. Yeah. Well, that's Be- called the Purcast. Yes, exactly. Ste- with Stevie Ray Morris. Exactly. Or Can I Pet Your Dog, yes. which is a dog podcast I love. Um, but like I was telling you about my mom uh, yeah. and all her at cats. I was showing her videos of Elvis. She was loving it. So that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Today we're here to talk yes. about makeup. Yes. Makeup. Makeup. So let's get into the questions. Okay. I had I had some fans submit questions, and we got a lot of stuff to cover. We'll see. I'm Listen, scared. Don't be scared. I picked one. Nothing's too okay. crazy. Obviously, Stephen can edit out yeah. whatever if we really get personal <laughs> or we get oversharey. Oh, please. Whatever. I'm an oversharer. I know. I am, too. How can you not be I in mean, this it's business? it's so much fun. Do you ever have anxiety about that? Like, in 20 years, everything you've said is, like, archived on the internet? Because I'm having yeah. that daily anxiety now, and it's stressful. There's definitely some stuff. Like, I took down my blog that I like wrote in like 2007 and actually I did uh, Lindsay Ames's show mm-hmm. My Diary, My diary. Yep. and she, they were like show. read a thing and so I found an old blog post and I'm like I'm the most pretentious asshole when I was 27 oh yeah I was a monster yeah. when I was 25 yeah uh, I mean I still am but you really <laughs> do hit a point in your age, like, don't, if you're young out there listening to this, don't worry. You will eventually feel much better about yourself. Oh, yeah. I feel much better about myself today than I did when I was, like, traditionally super hot and right. young. And, right. like, you know, I feel much more confident Me and too. better. Because with age comes yeah. wisdom. The honey. 30s are the best. Yes. I would never go back to my 20s. Yes. I mean, honestly, years. yes. So yes. let's okay. let's get some questions. Right, okay. Right, right. Uh, first question, Georgia. I'm in love with all things vintage makeup and clothing. Yay! Do you have any vintage makeup slash hairstyle recommendations for a vintage newbie from Paige in Chicago? I love it. Okay, the vintage thing I, is so me, and I'm obsessed with. How it. did you get into vintage fashion? I. How did that become your thing? It was just always. I've been into thrift stores and like vintage. Not it wasn't vintage. It was just fucking used shit. Yeah. And since I was like in junior high, I remember the first thrift store I ever went to was called Tippy Canoe, and they just had. I wish I could go back to there now. It's closed, but. I just always loved it. It was yeah. just, it's just so unique. No one's ever going to be wearing the same thing as you. It, there's so much there's so much more thought put into the clothes, you know, and so much more individuality and you can wear something. But so the thing with my vintage clothing thing is you have to find that right uh time period for your body mm. so everyone's like oh i wish i could wear that but it's maybe the 50s aren't right for you because the waist is tiny i can't fucking wear those dresses or maybe for me the the 80s 70s and 80s are perfect for me because i have hips and no boobs and that was i guess a thing so you have to find the right decade for yourself what's my decade you're so long i would the say 20s? 70s oh i love the 70s yeah. i played a 70s person in several commercials I my dos equis commercial <laughs> i'm a 70s lady uh inherent vice yeah Paul Thomas Anderson movie. we were just watching that yeah and i was like <laughs> you saw me yes. my big moment i love it yeah you're like you're long i think like um you know gorgeous flowing dresses that have no you're just long and lovely and yeah i'm a hanger basically yeah so anything that just has like (laughs) yeah uh yeah okay what about makeup you do vintage makeup looks as well 
I'm not that great at anything other than what I do. I think it's just that I use a lot of eyeliner Mm -hmm. and I love that. And so it's not really vintage, I wouldn't say. Do you use vintage products? Never. Okay, yeah. God, no. Yeah, I feel like that's... Do you ever, like, do those, like, vintage hot rollers? Or, like, I know you love buying, like, weird old shit. Yeah. I've seen, like, your thrift store, estate sale I don't use hauls. any of that. Yeah, it's, it's just for show. Just for show. When shit's in its original box, I lose my mind, but I would never... Like, that shit's gonna light your fucking house on fire. Right. Or burn off your hair. Or burn off your hair. Which we will talk about beauty fails later on Yay. in the show. Next question. Buterino here, Georgia. Your style is to die for, but not in a murdery way. <laughs> Where do you find your vintage threads? Any favorite online stores? You are a true tr- true crime treasure. SSDGM, Kate with a C from Kansas City Mo. I love it. P.S. Jackie, you rule queen. Yeah. Had to get me in there too. Um, so I love, there's a bunch of vintage shops around town that I love, yeah. but I know everyone's not from LA. So I've just started getting into buying stuff online. It's like vintage online. It's really hard for me because you have no idea if it's going to fit or not. Right. You can't return it. So I do the Etsy thing, but I don't buy a ton from there. My friend Sam has an app called World, W-H-U-R-L, and it's all vintage. It's just this really cool app. There's not there's not an overwhelming amount of stuff that you get freaked out, but it's just like personal shops. It's kind of like Etsy, but almost more like intimate. Mm-hmm. So I've been buying a lot of vintage stuff from there and I and selling. I That's have a um, she's been doing because I can't fucking deal with posting on like taking photos of dresses and posting yeah. them online. I'm just like, who are we? Nasty gal. Yeah, I can't do it. So I've just been she takes them for me and posts them. And so I've been doing little closet sales on Whirl. My name on it is Hard Stark. And it's just it's so much fun because I have so much clothes and I, I want to get rid of them and make room for new. But and now you get to give them a new home. And we've give, we've given like, I think, 20 percent last time we gave to um, the domestic the domestic violence and not for domestic violence, but National right. Coalition, it, you know. Um, so we give like a percentage. It's just great. It's just fucking cool. I love like that. It, yeah. I I was just Julia Prescott was just on here and we were discussing that we love going to the like LA cool cool vintage girl clothing swap. Mm. Oh yeah. You know chain and we both were just at yours and I said my goal is to get a Georgia Hardstark dress. <laughs> I'm going to put it on my voodoo doll at night and wish you're the only podcast person affirmations. <laughs> you're the only person who could fit in the stuff that I had in my 20s when I was fucking anorexic as shit. Well, we might talk about that in okay. a minute. No spoiler alert. Okay. Okay. Let's Let's see. Hi, Georgia. What? This is a long one. Just I'm okay. going to try and paraphrase. Okay. Uh, just for everybody out there, if you do want to submit questions and you want your question asked, try to condense it, you know, because <laughs> some of y'all wrote me a damn novel. And unfortunately, this is an hour long podcast. So just but I did like this question a lot. Hi, Georgia. What beauty trends did you try out as a teen and what impact did they have on you as you grew up? I have fond memories of experimenting with blue lipstick circa 98. Uh, but looking back, I'm grossed out by the attention it sometimes attracted from older men. Yeah. As a young teen, I really didn't understand how inappropriate that was or how to respond. Fashion and beauty are such ways to try on different personas and be creative as a teen. But it's also a, v- a vulnerable time in a person's life. What would you tell your teenage self about beauty? My top three. Don't fight your naturally curly hair. Those stick-on faux bindies are cultural appropriation. <laughs> and no amount of makeup or lack of makeup justify a mother flower making you feel uncomfortable. Thanks, ladies. Natch Butte and my favorite murder are my absolute faves. Keep that fringe fresh and stay sexy. Don't get murdered. I love it. From Lindsay from Dallas. That's amazing. I know. It was too good to not read that one. No, it's good. And then it it brings us into 
my fucking rave days. Yes, which everyone wants to know about. I got a lot of questions about your Jinkos, if you wore Jinkos, if you did space buns. I mean, people want to know about it's, that. So, yeah, so I, I, yeah, I just started going to them and then I got super into like, like dressing up because I love dressing up. I yeah. love makeup. And so I had, I had longer hair then. So I would do pigtails and then I'd crimp the pigtails. <gasps> I wore vinyl pants. I didn't wear Jinkos. I wore like tight ass vinyl, vinyl pants. pants. Those don't breathe. No, they do not. Mm. And I never, I didn't know how to wash them. So I probably never did. Yeah. And like teeny tiny crop tops and big old stacked shoes and just a ton of glittery remember the body glitter that oh. was so big in the fucking 90s body glitter is my favorite uh thing from that time like yeah. beauty thing of the time yeah. for sure there's no doubt it's just and then stickers on your face i mean it's so ridiculous there's like very few photos that survived and every once in a while like i wore one time i wore it was just like a you could just dress up when you were like going to these things so i wore like a like a vintage cheerleaders outfit with like stacked Ooh, shoes i feel like that's kind of advanced it's a little slutty because i feel like uh i feel like b- vintage clothes for me and like in the in dallas it was you know, I don't, we all wanted to go to the mall and buy our clothes. Yeah. We wanted to wear American Eagle yeah. and, you know, all that basic shit. I hated it. And you know why? It's because I hated everyone that I was in school with. Yeah. And they were all like basic bitches yeah. and they were not fucking nice. And it was just this like, this way to express myself. And even if it was ridiculous, which a lot of it was, I mean, my thing is like, it's better to be overdressed than underdressed. Always. And I felt that about like when I was a kid too, when I was in high school, it's like better to be, to stand out and be unique, even if you're going to get made fun of, than just fucking fit in. And that's only because I tried so hard to do that in elementary school and hated myself. And so the minute I, I hate that. like I fell in love with Kate Moss. And so I was just like, I stopped wearing a bra and was like happy with my small tits and like just didn't care anymore. Yeah. And it just ever since then, I think I've had a lot of confidence just based on changing myself then i mean that's amazing i like my i look back and i like my teenage self yeah i mean i was a damn mess but i was i'm happy you know well i was a mess before that and so i got it together and realized i was worthwhile i love that you know that's such a beautiful message. Mm. To flip the script, yeah. I'd say if I could tell my teenage self something, yes. I'd be like, don't pluck your damn eyebrows oh, off. God. Don't ruin your eyebrows. Where'd I, they go? I had the most beautiful... My arch was heaven sent. Ugh. And I hated it. Yeah. I, and and my dad said to me, Jackie, you have Brooke Shield eyebrows. You know, you're blessed. And I was like, I don't know who that is, but I don't <laughs> want to look like that. I want Gwen Stefani uh, eyebrows. No, I definitely did that. And I looked like Gwen Stefani for a little while. Yeah. And I was obsessed with D-Light. So I dressed like Lady Miss Cure with just like, I put on wigs and oh, crazy what a, makeup. What and a moment. Colors. Yeah, it was very, it was out, it was out of control and I've reined it in, but I still fucking like that girl. Um, so you would say your favorite makeup trend from that era was the body glitter. Body glitter. Same with me. And it's all coming back. That's so ridiculous. Did I bring any for you? Is it really? I feel like I brought some things to show you in my bag Oh, my here. God. I love it. Um, that bag. I, that's bringing back, like... Oh, yeah. I have a clear purse, guys. I, those were fucking 90s of shit, too. And, yeah, like, jelly I've, shoes. I've just decided to just to roll with it. Yeah. You no. Know what? I, I, to I you. saw this clear bag, and I said, I think I need that. Definitely. So I went with it. Good. And I'm pretty happy about it. Um, Okay, what? Okay, here we go. Hey, y'all. It's a dream having my two favorite podcasts combined. Georgia, tell us your bang secret. You have the perfect swoop, and that fringe is always fresh. (laughs) 
Laura from Asheville, North Carolina. Oh my God. I can't live without my bangs. I yeah. cannot live without my bangs. I just think I don't. I, I cut them like this and like when I was like 18 or 19 and I've not changed my hairstyle my hairstyle or my bangs since then. That's impressive. I mean, I am. This is my fucking cut. This yeah. looks good on me. I don't look good with long hair, and my hair is ugly when it's long. Yeah, the bang thing. I mean, I don't know. I just got. I have the right head. Yeah. So you say you're just maybe she's born with it. Yeah. It's just, yeah. But how do you keep? So one of the phrases of Nash Beauty is keep your furnish for Yes, I love it. So. For me, I have bangs, but I, you know, I don't have that much hair. So mm-hmm. when I decided to cut my bangs back in, it takes a big chunk of my hair out yeah, in order to have a thick, full bang. Yeah. So I try not to wash my hair, I'd say, every three days. If I could go longer, great. Yeah. But the fringe will start to go. So I, do you wash your just your bangs? Do you dry shampoo them? How do you keep the secret. fringe fresh? The fringe fresh is in the sink yeah. with shampoo, just the fringe, and people think you're clean. Yeah. Just because your bangs, like right now, they're a little greasy. I mean, and I have to do it like every day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fuck. Yeah. And then a straightening iron. You straighten those bangs. Yeah. And the, and like, yeah, just go to a good hairdresser and show them a photo of what you want. You might not have the right. Like, I kind of have a cowlick where my bangs go, which just makes them work. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's helpful. Yeah. It's very helpful. Because they can get that little wave yeah. going. Yeah. I can't live without. I just can't imagine myself without bangs. I feel like I've seen you do the best throwback Thursday pictures. I mean, <laughs> they're iconic. I, the looks and the, like you said, the belly tees, like the ringer tees with the belly out and just your attitude in them is what sells it. It's just like you look so mad and like you just look like a Fiona Apple video come to life. Yeah. I mean, I can hear criminal blasting in the background. Well, I had the lucky thing, too, that my sister was a photographer like she started in high school and I she's my big sister and so I was obsessed with fashion and clothing and so she was obsessed with photography so we would just take photos together and so I have a lot of those ones that are taken by my sister and she would tell me what to do and yell at me because she's my older sister and I would pick all the fashion and the makeup and and really get into it and just experiment a lot in a way that I probably wouldn't have if it wasn't for photographs yeah so yeah I have a lot of good throwback Thursdays because of her yeah they're my sister's a photographer too oh my god and she used to take photos of me some of my favorite pictures I've ever had taken her she took totally of like me in high school like uh, you know, I just Modeling. put some up of me that like I said something about like I look like Misha Barton. And well, I went to fucking um, what was that? John Robert Powers. Oh, what was yeah. The modeling school. Yeah. So I totally thought I was. A but model. wasn't that a scam? Absolutely a scam. Yeah. Because I feel like I went there, too, in a Dallas. Total scam. Like they tell you you're great. You just have to pay. Yeah. You have to pay. And then there's going to be a fashion show at the end and someone's going to win like a whatever the fuck. And yeah. It's just ridiculous. A Walgreens gift card. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, this is a good one. I'm so excited for this episode. I love watching tutorials on people's everyday looks. What are products, skincare, base makeup, eye makeup that Georgia and Jackie wear on a day-to-day basis? Thank you. You both rock. Samantha from Southeast Texas. Yes. Hi! (laughs) Um... Do you do you do the thing, and I definitely do this, where like the products you used in your 20s, there's a couple of them that you've never been able to find anything that works better? Um, no. But that's because I'm constantly using new things. Me too. Because I have ADD and I have to know what's out there. I have to stay on oh, top of right. shit. You do. But um, I've always just been, unfortunately, one of those people that just can't finish things. I mm-hmm. like use a product. I try to use the whole product, but I want to buy. I want to try something. I new. do too. Well, that's what. Yeah, Sephora is so cool with the return policy that you can yeah. do that. But you know, I try so many 
So Many Mascaras and Voluminous by L'Oreal has been my go-to since my 20s. Yeah, I will say, like, uh, you know the pink Maybelline? Is it Maybelline? With yeah. The pink? I, I used to use that forever. And my yeah. mom had it in her makeup oh my kit God. from, like, when she was in the 80s. And so it you know? smells like your childhood. Yeah, but Maybelline tests on animals, so I'm Ooh, not using that shit no, anymore. No, no, no. Yeah, and then, like, um, the eyeliner I use that's always the same. And then what was the other one? Uh, oh, <laughs> there's this... Cover girl, like I think it was called Lip Slicks mm-hmm. in this color called Daring, and they discontinued it. And it was so gorgeous. Look it on everyone. You just threw it on. It was really easy. And so I buy it on Amazon for like $20 now. But isn't it like expired? Yeah, probably. Yeah. But I don't care. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, next episode. I'm actually going to talk about beauty conspiracy theories, and there's a whole theory <laughs> about uh, parabens, and, and it, oh yeah, does, it, does makeup really expire? Or are they just telling us I'm that? I'm going to listen so hard to that. Yeah, I got some research, so we'll see. I actually brought you a makeup product. You did? Yeah. I get so, a present. So one of girl, you want Natch Beauty? You think I play? Nicole Byer just got a whole box of Glossier last time Shit. she was here. So. One thing that I've been playing around with, um, cause I do believe she asked me, oh yeah, everyday looks. Well, the, the thing where it's the summer now, baby. Yeah. It's the summer. And you know, we do kind of, I don't know about you, but I do a different look in the summer and the winter. Okay. Cause I, I, it's a pet peeve of mine fashion wise. And I know we live in LA and there literally are no rules. Yeah. I don't like when people wear like flip flops in the winter. Oh, no. I'm like, there's or a ever. summer and a winter. Yeah. F- color wise. And, and, and clothing wise, stay in your lane. I get it. Just, it. I don't like it. Short shorts in the winter. I just, you know what I mean? Yeah. My, I'm old fashioned. I can't help it, damn it. I'm sorry. No, Southern. I get it. My mother beat it in my head, the white <laughs> after Labor Day thing, and I don't even play around with that. I'm so scared of doing the, I'm so scared that people, that I don't know the rules because I totally don't. Like, I don't follow it enough. Yeah. I kind of do my own thing. And so, I'm always like, is someone going to be like, why is she wearing such and such? No, I don't think uh, anyone cares, okay. especially in L.A. Yeah, it, it's anything goes. There is no such thing as formal wear in L.A. Yeah. You know, like if you go to the nicest restaurant in town, there's going to be somebody there in flip flops and a damn infinity scarf. Oh you know what God. I mean? Like yes. there's no rules. But it's after Easter, you okay. can wear white and then you can continue to wear white until after Labor Day. And then you can't wear white again until Easter the following year. I also don't ever wear white because yeah. I'm a messy person. Same with me. But God, I love a crisp white. Oh, sure. I just bought some American apparel, like a onesie uh, when they were having their closing sale. They're all ruined. <laughs> They're all ruined. Uh, whether it was like my natural deodorant stained them or like I dropped, you know, <gasps> a chili know dog on them. It's all I gone, know. but it won't come out. Coffee for me. It's yes. Just- What's your not? I need your natural deodorant. Oh, uh, girl, I got a whole blog on nashby.com okay. coming out about okay. that. You can check it out by the time this episode airs. Okay, so awesome. I'm going to give you these Cover FX custom enhancer that. drops. I love that brand. What is that? Okay, so here, I'll throw this to you. Okay. That's so, one of my... So basically, this is a utilitarian makeup product. They are liquid. It's like a liquid bronze cream, but you can use it. I'm telling you, like, if you put a little in your moisturizer and smear it all over your arms, you'll have, like, a little golden mm-hmm. sheen. Mm-hmm. You can put a little on your cheeks for a highlight. You can mix it with a lipstick to make Ooh. your lipstick gold. You can put a little on your eyelids. You can mix it with your eyeshadows to give them a sheen. It's so pretty. It's fun. It's a fun summer product. Oh, you can put it in your foundation. You can put it in, like, your BB cream. I'm gonna do that. A little in your sunscreen. And I'm just give that. your face a little summer glow. I love a glow, and I just don't ever know how to do it. Well, try with try that. I'm gonna, do a couple drops at first, but you could go totally crazy with it and look like the damn Tin Man. Thank you. Or and you I like this do... brand a lot. I use their cover up and concealers and stuff, and they're really good. Yeah, Cover Up X is a it's a pretty high end price point. Mm-hmm. I think that's forty five bucks. Whoa. 
um, 42. But I'm telling you, that bottle lasts a long yeah, time. It's, it, a big it's worth it, in my opinion. They're also all vegan, all cruelty free. Nice. And they're available at Sephora and Ulta. Yeah. So just try that product and maybe we can uh, email about I'm it. Gonna. And I do try so many things because you can return anything yes. to Sephora. So I'm the same way with you, where I just love going there and what's this and picking things I up. I have, I mean, especially for now, this is my job. I got to yes. stay up. I mean, those Instagram baddies, you know, yeah. they, you got to be up on the business. Yeah. If I just talked about the same products over and over again, <laughs> Nobody would listen. It'd be like if you guys did the same damn murder over and over right. again. Plus, there's, you're going to have those interviews where they're like, what's your favorite product right now? And you can't just keep saying the same fucking thing. Yeah. I mean, we got to I got to do my damn best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, you've already covered the bob. I'm going to skip that one. Uh... How about we get into a little ED? Okay. A little, I mean, uh, uh, a little, yeah, a little ED talk. Okay. A little light ED talk. Okay. Okay. Uh, my apologies if this is soft, if this is a soft topic, but you discussed having an eating disorder in your oh. early adult years. What was your recovery like? I know this is a product podcast, but there's so much stigma around eating disorders, and I imagine they're rampant in the entertainment industry. Your body is truly where you'll always belong. How were wow. you able to find the strength to embrace that? How did you manage those tendencies? I deeply admire you for being so open on the subject, as well as yours and Karen's discussions of drug abuse as an early teen and mental health. I discovered my favorite murder after an emerging from a rough time last year. I was in love slash casually dating a skinny 21-year-old closeted Limit goth girl, mm. and I was doing things like snorting coke and sneaking into karaoke bars, singing Smells Like Teen Spirit at 1 a.m. I'm 17 now. Oh, honey. So now I'm a little more familiar with the consequences of my actions. I have fuck politeness, stay sexy, don't get murdered, penciled on the wallpaper above my pillow. You two give me strength. Lily Blue from Seattle. Now, I oh read my this God, one. I'm gonna cry. I know. I read that one because it meant so much to me, oh and I God. knew it would mean so much to you because she's so young. And I and, have chills. Yeah. I mean, listen. I've never talked about eating disorder stuff personally, mm-hmm. uh, ever. That's your choice. That's okay. But it's a very personal thing. But I just want to say I don't know a single person who hasn't dealt with it at all. My and, my mother, my entire life, yeah. has been binging uh, diet pills, doing weird fad diets, like shit like that. That that definitely got in my my parents have an obsession with being skinny Mine and in shape too, or my and, mom does too and and I when I gained weight in college I got weird my dad was like trying to diet me I mean <gasps> it's just it's rough and that's why I was like 17 year old girl listening what a perfect just a little bit for us to talk yeah. about it that that this is something that I think all women and quite frankly most men probably deal with as well definitely and eating disorder you know you just think anorexia or bulimia but there's so many things around it where it's just like little ways you control yourself or tell yourself you're not good enough and then the way you nourish yourself and you know like yourself kind of comes along with that yes so I was and I want to say already like I wasn't anorexic in the way that I I mean I was very skinny and very small and hated myself and punished myself by not eating definitely throwing up was like a big thing for me I know and 
so I don't want to make it sound like I had I went to the hospital for it or anything like that. But um, there was yeah, there was a lot going on, even from elementary school, seeing my mom look at herself in the mirror and just go so fat. And she wasn't. And the way she just berated herself. Anyone out there with kids? Be careful commenting on your body, other people's bodies, and their body in front of them. I think that's one thing that I would watch TV with my mom, and it would be like the red carpet on, you know, the Emmys, and my mom would go, oh, look at her shoulders. And I remember just like, wow. That's what's wrong. But but I do it now, and I'm just like, I learned that. And not to throw my mom shade. Like, we're women, it's rough out there, and especially being a comedian, it's like part of my job is to comment on things and make jokes and whatever, but I'm just saying we are provoking this... Me, you know, Definitely. mentality of just bodies aren't good enough and picking apart bodies. And there is a there is a specific way you're supposed to look. It's the thing too. We're like, okay, so for the 17 year old, I just want to say that the way I got out of it is by building confidence. That's the only reason. You know, I did. I went to massive amounts of therapy, and obviously that helped a lot. But but liking myself better and. Personally, I love food and I love eating and I only do it when I'm happy. So kind of figuring out how you can be happy and how you can start to look at yourself in a different way, because I've started, you know, I've gained. I used to be never be more than 107 pounds. That was my like what I was. Threshold. Yeah. And now I'm 130 and I'm like, this might be the right body for me. Yeah, you look great. Thank you. It might not be. You know, you keep thinking, I want to lose weight. I need to get smaller. But smaller might not be the right look for you. Maybe you you don't fit in your jeans anymore. You need to buy a bigger Hell like, yeah. size jeans. So I just think and then look at other women around you. You, I don't I don't look at a woman who's bigger than me. And I always think when I see them, she looks great. And so maybe I do, too. And you kind of need to just start figuring out ways to to like yourself yeah. and whether that's finding a hobby that makes you feel so good or a workout routine that makes you happy to be doing it, not just doing it to lose weight. I feel like that's or kind of thing. self-care. Yeah. And that's what I get emails. I might cry. I get emails that are like, I had a rough day at work. Uh, you know, I heard Natch Butte and I pulled over in traffic and I went to Rite Aid. And I bought me a uh, a cat suit, wet and wild lipstick, yeah. and I put it on, and I said, "I look good in this color, and I feel good." Yeah. Any little thing, because that's what it's about. Natch Butte isn't about vanity; it's about feeling beautiful, doing mm-hmm. what you need to do to make yourself feel better. And honestly, even since doing this podcast, I feel like I'm putting more effort into myself, yeah, and feeling more confident in myself. Definitely, well, I go through these, you know, bouts of depression because I I do ha- have depression, um, and those are the times that I don't put makeup on, right. I don't wash my hair. I you know that Vagisil commercial where the girl <laughs> she's like walking and she has like a hoodie on and yeah. she's like hunched over and she looks and sees a reflection of herself and she's like confident and poised and she's like I don't have an itchy pussy, <laughs> you know? Like I feel like when I saw that commercial, I was like I look like the sad itchy pussy girl oh, all no. the time. Maybe I, I should put too. some makeup on or like feel good. Like it shower. Really Just shower. treat myself better. Treat myself better. Yeah. It Don't really punish is. myself. It really makes a huge difference when you treat yourself like you're worth it. Yeah. Why not? Maybe she's worth it, baby. Maybe. Well, uh, not to get too off topic there, but I just felt that was a great question. Yeah, self-care. That's important. Um, okay, let's do this question, and then we're going to get into our segment on epic beauty fails Yay. that we both personally had. Okay. Hi, Georgia, Jackie, Chooch, Stephen, Elvis, and Mimi. Yay. 
I love both of the pods and listen to them religiously. I consider myself a buterino. Parentheses. Steven! <laughs> they combine my two favorite things, murder and being a Natch Butte. They go hand in hand, don't they? Oh, my God. My question is for the beautiful Georgia. I know you have talked on your podcast about you have gotten Botox in the past. What was your experience like, good or bad? How many times have you gotten it? When did you start? How many units did you start with? How many do you use now? Will you continue to use in the future? <laughs> Would you recommend it to a friend? Tell me about your Botox experience and let a girl know she should try it. Love you both so much. Stay sexy. Don't get murdered. Cream your neck. Keep your fringe fresh. <laughs> Stephanie from Minnesota. <laughs> Well, this will go really, this will, I'll say this and then it will go naturally into beauty fails yep. because it's, it's along those lines. Yep. But uh, I got Botox the first time. I mean, uh, we talked about it. We have talked about this a lot. We would, when I was doing your lashes, we would spill our tea. I would be like, this yeah. is how much I got. This is where I went. Because you got it before me and you kind of yeah. convinced me that it was okay. Yeah. And so I, was, and I think I went. I'm an enabler. Which I, it's such a personal decision, yes. obviously. I would never, if a friend asked me, should I get it? I'll be honest with them, yeah. but I would never tell someone. For for me, it just kind of gave me a refreshing, a refresher. Yeah. I fucking love it. I Look will do it for the rest of my life. Yeah. I am so okay with that. And I will talk about it because I shouldn't be ashamed of it. Yeah, of I'm course. not doing anything fucking wrong. Yes. I'm making myself feel better about myself. And I'm not saying, I'm not doing it because I think I'm ugly or I think I'm worthless and I need this stuff it's just it's just a little wake up and it's really you know it's not that big of a difference no like people won't even really notice if you don't if you're you know subtle about it yes so i i think that if you go to a doctor or you know a a dermatologist or whoever does it if they if they don't suggest starting really um conservatively then there you shouldn't be going to them for sure because everyone i've been to will say Get, let me give you a little bit. If you want to come back in two weeks, you can. That is the biggest part of it. So I don't know. I don't know what the unit is. Do you, I think I get on my crow's feet because I have, when I smile, I have pretty intense crow's feet. So there was a lot of wrinkling there. I think I got eight and eight yep. on each side. Yep. And then the forehead, you know, you want to be able to move it a little bit. So I think I got what, 20 up here? Is that normal? Yeah. Yeah. And, I, I'm so happy with it. Yeah. So you're doing it like you're on it now. Definitely. You're on like a four month schedule on it. No, I'm on a like, uh, it, the last one I did was maybe it was every six months. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm off it. Are you? I'm off it. I haven't done it since last July. You look great. It's also preventative too. Yes. So you, you I just had a really bad experience with it (gasps) for my wedding. And my wedding pictures came back and I felt really like frozen and weird. Oh, so, but the woman played me for a damn full. You, she you played got me for a, a damn full. Yeah. 39 units or something. 39 she, units is insane. Uh, You're a young I, woman. Well, I'd never gotten it anywhere other than my crow's feet. And she was like, mm, no, you need your forehead. You know, she got me and she, it was my wedding. I was very insecure. I want, <sighs> you know, we put all this pressure on ourselves for this one day of our lives. And, and- you're really, you know, you put a lot, your wedding wasn't casual no it was i put way too much pressure on myself it was a damn nightmare to be honest really? it was all a nightmare all of it it's stressful i'm too delicate i i i have a hard time relinquishing control i learned a lot about myself oh my god that's but, amazing but that woman played me played 39 me. units is no i looked insane. i mean i i've posted the photos people know uh i say say no to the bow but do you if you can get it in a little amount and it were i haven't i've yet to find a balance it's either there's too much or it did nothing and especially with my career 
Um, I didn't book for like eight months <gasps> after I did that because the directors can clock it so quick. Wow. Because I got to react, baby. I book yeah. commercials, okay? I'm like the girl walking in on the home goods commercial. I, I got to react. Yeah. And if my damn face doesn't move, gotta they're going to go next. You got to emote. You got to emote. I got to emote, Well, baby. here's what happened to me. And yeah. So, Let's segue. Okay. So just like on My Favorite Murder, I want you to go first. Okay. Until your beauty fails. Okay. And then I'll tell my beauty okay. fails. So let's segue, baby. All right. So let's talk about Juvederm. Yeah. Which I get as well. Honestly, I think my face looked be- the best it ever has at my wedding. I had Juvederm. Yep. I went to a plastic surgeon. Yes. Who was fucking great. Yeah. So I had the. That's that guy that's hard to get an appointment with. Yeah. yeah. I tried and he was booked up for my wedding. Like he was booked uh, up for like nine years. It's, it's, you have to do it really far in advance. Yeah. But, uh, so I get Juvederm in my under eye, the tear trough, because I, I think it's just a Jewish thing. And it's in my family. We just have dark circles under our eyes. I've always wanted to do that. It it was incredible. Yeah. And then he filled in my cheeks a little because your body stops uh, creating collagen mm-hmm. in your 30s. So your cheeks start to droop, which is why you get the, the uh, yep. jowls, whatever the fuck. Um, so I got that. It was incredible. It looked great for my wedding. And then I got it again with the dermatologist. I remember that. Okay. The Restylane, yeah. right? No, it was Juvederm. Okay. And you need to go to some. And Botox, I feel like anyone can really do it and it's not going to fuck yeah. it up unless they put too much in. Yes. It's really easy. But Juvederm, you really need to go someone good. It's basically, if you don't know, it's a filler. And it's, what is it? Hyal- hydronic acid? Hyaluronic acid. It's basically just water, but they it fills out. Anyways, it's what you know, when you see a woman with big fat lips that she got, It's that's usually a filler. Yes. Anyways, so remember... I don't know if you remember this. I started this uh, internet, this uh, Instagram hashtag. It's called hard starking. And in it, I would hold up a plate of food yep. or a drink or anything. Yep. And you can only see from my eyeballs up. Yep. Show those Jackie lashes off. Right. Yeah. The reason I did that is because I had basically like a slug under my, under my oh. eye. Do you remember that? Yep. 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 He fucked it up so badly. So do you know exactly what happened? When you get Juvederm, they have to basically place it. So they'll massage it into into place once they do it. And he didn't do that. Oof. So it just it just balled up. Yeah. And so it's this big, huge. I, I You can put a photo up. I don't give a shit. I have no fucking shame. <laughs> it was, <laughs> unfortunately, a huge slug under my eye. And it was there for uh, it was like three months. And I would <gasps> cry. I was like, when will this go down? And I ended up having to go back to that dermatologist's office and have the fucking guy who was in charge uh, inject. You can get something injected in there that'll shrink. It'll dissolve the filler. It'll dissolve mm-hmm. the filler. And so I had to get three treatments of that. After every single treatment, I had a black eye for like that. a week and a half. Yeah. It was such a fucking... It was such a nightmare. It, it fucked with my self-esteem because I felt like horrible that I needed to change myself so bad that I did this to myself. I was so mad and hard on myself for it. It was really a horrible, humiliating thing. And, every, you know, you could see it everywhere I went. Everyone saw it. It was like the opposite of what you wanted to achieve. Yeah. Which is like, I want to look really good. Yeah. And in turn, I look like a, f- you know. And then I felt obligated to tell every single person who looked at me, I'm so sorry, I got Juvederm, this is what happened. And so that's why I have those photos, which I now love, but why I created this entire photo series around putting stuff up in front of my face. It was sort of like Angeline with her fan. 
Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a that's a deep cut that not many people are going to get that reference. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> that was a huge beauty fail and one that really affected my self esteem for a long time. And luckily, I found a new woman. I mean, I can't believe I still do it, but I found a woman who's. If you go to um, the beauty soiree on Instagram, she's one of my favorite. She's um. I don't think she's a plastic surgeon. She's like a nurse practitioner, I believe. And she's incredible. I got an appointment with her, like took three months or something. But she was, she's incredible. I went there like a month ago and got it. Yeah, you you really can't in, I was like, oh, hey, baby, you're looking good. Yeah, I just look good. I don't look like I I would never know. Yeah. I love it. So you did the bubble and the juvie? Mm -hmm. Yeah. She might have not used Juvederm. She might have used something else because she was like, you're not supposed to use Juvederm under your eyes. Maybe wrestling. Or, yeah. But so that's it, though. You don't get any in the nasal labels or lips or anything. No, not yet. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever do lips. But it's such a slippery slope. Yeah. It really is. Like I, I never ever wanted anything done to my lips. Yeah. But now that I it? see them, no. Oh, but yeah. now that I see them, I'm like, oh, I, that would be you can't fun. But look. no, I just I can't find ones that look natural to me. It just, it just doesn't look, I just don't, it doesn't it look like you. changes the shape of your mouth yeah. and I really like this part. I really like my little cupid bow I in my too, lip area. But and mine's so thin, my top lip, but I know it's just going to be, plus like, I know Vince, Vince, my husband, you know, he's like, do whatever you want to be happy, but I know it kind of bums him no, out. No, Adam is it. like, you're insane. Yeah. You're insane. Don't do anything. Yeah. You know, well, he like, had to go through this fucking eye thing with me. Right. And so I think it scares him. And he's like, you're beautiful. You know, but you can't help it. Right. Um, so that was my huge beauty fail. <laughs> the biggest one that I was going to say for last, but it just kind of. It did. Went we segue right naturally. Well, some, share some of your other ones. Okay, well, you brought in a booklet for damn I sake. Did. I can't wait to hear what's in this. Here's my first. I think one of my first ones. Okay. The first time I ever shaved my legs. <gasps> I was fifth or sixth grade. Um, my mom let me yeah. go upstairs, take a bath, uh, start to shave and like with, you know, a fucking bick. And I didn't know how to clean the razor off. So I swiped my finger over the razor and cut my fucking entire finger. Open. Oh. I didn't know that you like wash it off in the water. I was just, you know, <gasps> swipe. Oh. And then that little razor and my just finger started bleeding and I didn't know what the fuck to do. Can I tell you that that happened to me also? Really? I shaved my leg and I cut the <gasps> shit out oh, of I've... my shin. And I remember saying, I'm never doing this again. Yeah. Like, it was traumatizing. I was totally. like, I don't want to grow up. Me I too. don't I want to be hairy and youthful. Can I say, for the past 10 years, I have used intuition razors yep. that have the shaving cream around the razor. And I will never use anything else. Yep. And you, it's so hard to cut yourself with those, too. I am obsessed with that razor. Yeah. It's one of my things that I will... Like, that... Um, big and sexy hairspray, mm-hmm. which I know is just absolute shit for your hair, but I've been using that since I was like 21. In the red? In the, red? In the huge red yep. container. I fucking love that shit so much. Okay. Another one. Let's see. Uh, I used to put mayonnaise in my hair to Ooh. soften it for like hours. <laughs> oh, that's so revolting I to me. I know. It softens the shit. It makes your hair so soft and shiny, but then you smell like fucking rotten eggs right. for like two days. But how would you do that? Like you do it overnight or... No, like if I'm going to clean my house or if I have some time off, I'll just, I would fucking slather my hair in mayonnaise and then put plastic wrap over it and just like... Like an egg salad in the refrigerator. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, it worked, but 
I think it was in a time when there were there weren't like conditioning masks weren't really yeah. around a lot. Hair hair care has really yeah. upped. I mean, there's scalp treatments, yeah. there's scalp scrubs, there's leave-ins. There's this is like I was nineteen twenty, so there wasn't. I wasn't nineteen twenty. I was nineteen or twenty, so there wasn't a lot of choices. Yeah, and it worked, but yeah. you stink. Um, I burned my arm on a curling iron by trying to look down and see if my bikini wax was okay. <laughs> And I leaned into my curling iron. Oh, huge burn. And it was like I had gotten a bikini wax because I was going on like a, a date with a guy that I'd been out with before. And it was like time. Yeah, yeah. And then I couldn't explain to him why I had a huge burn on my arm. I've burned my face before on the curling iron. That's a normal. I think that yeah. in the neck. Luckily, yep. I've never had one that bad. But that's a but fucking But the arm was bummer. pretty intense. Yeah. yeah. And it was for such a stupid reason that I couldn't explain it. Right. Like lifting my leg to see if the bikini wax. You're like, how is it looking down there? Yeah, and then here is how it looks, you fucking idiot. <laughs> um, recently, I had a big fucking zit. I have one right now. And I didn't know how to get rid of it. And so I took, I have like this really great, who is it by? Is it Lush? Maybe it's this, um, like, they're like acid pads for your face. Mm-hmm. I think it's glycolic, like Ooh, 20% glycolic. Is it pixie? No. People love them. I talked about them on Pilot and Attribute. People love those pixie. Uh, that's it. Yeah, they're yes. from Target. Yes. Yeah. That's totally it. I yeah. love those. People love them. I love that. But I put, I was like, well, maybe if I, you're supposed to wash it off at three minutes. Like maybe if I just put it on that, dab it on that spot and leave it on for like Uh-oh. an hour, it'll work. Uh-oh. Burn the shit out of my face. Yeah. My own fucking face. I burned it. Yeah. It, yeah, it hurt. Oof. Um, let's Follow see. Follow directions on the labels. I think I'm smarter than yes. the people who write the directions. Exactly. Um, I can't, you tell me yours okay. and maybe I'll chime in if I think of anything okay. else. So here's mine. It, this one goes right hand in hand with what you just said. When I was a freshman in high school, I was like Conan O'Brien pale. Um, I don't know. I used to tan in the tanning bed a lot, Oof. so I've changed my skin. I'm still <gasps> pale, but I'm not as pale as I was. Okay. I was never went outside, only played The Sims, you know, never Goth? played recreational sports, just always inside. Yeah. And I was very pale, and I was lucky enough to where I didn't have acne, but I would have redness, you know, like, because mm. uh, when you're super pale, if you have anything, discolorations like red. Yeah. So I read in YM, my favorite magazine, Ugh. that if you dab a little toothpaste on the top of your zits, when you wake up the next morning, yeah. they'll be gone. Heard it. So Einstein over here <laughs> thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put toothpaste all over my face <laughs> and go to sleep. Oh, my God. I lo- Like, that's the kind of thinking you have. Yes. If it works for this, exactly. maybe it'll very work. just like you with your pixie pen. Holy shit, so that's amazing. So I woke up the next day. And it looked like I had laid in the sun for five hours and then like peeled off like rash. It looked I so. Love. And this was in the middle of winter. I remember so vividly. I was wearing my hot pink Old Navy performance fleece. Um, again, if I see a commercial, I buy it. Remember Old Navy, <laughs> oh. Old Navy, Old Navy performance fleece. Yes. They were like the thing of the times. So I had on my, I thought I was filling myself with my pink oh. Old Navy fleece. I roll into school. And somebody walked up to me and goes, "Oh, did, were you just on vacation, or you're you look really burnt, like sunburn?" And 
And I was just like, um, yeah, we went skiing over the yeah. weekend. Like, I was making shit up. It peeled a huge oh. layer on my face. It took, like, a week for it to, like, rejuvenate. Oh, but so, it probably looked better after that, right? Maybe. I mean, listen, it was a fucking nightmare. Can and, I just say really quickly? Yeah. I, and you need to tell me what you think. I just bought a needle roller. Oh, I'm so interested in that. Okay, I'll let you know how it goes. I get a lot of emails about microneedling. I've never done it. I think my sister said she might try to do it. I'm very interested. Well, the chick I went to, the last one, the beauty soiree, Mm -hmm. she has a microneedling thing, but you can put... Um, you can put the like Botox and stuff in it. What? So you s- spike your face and get a little <gasps> bit of like whatever. A little bo- Botox cocktail. A little, and it's very slight, but. I mean, I'm into that. Yeah, I'm in a microneedle. I'll let you know if I. Yeah, die. I would love that. You can come back and tell us because okay. I get a lot of emails about that. We're doing crazy shit to our faces. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was terrible. Um, so the next thing I'm going to talk about is we all have facial hair. Oh God! Yes. I mean. The mustache, I did pageants as a child, yeah. so my mom started narrowing off my mustache and unibrow at seven years old. Wow. I, what did I say? Vain family. Yeah. So I've always like used, I used to use cream. You're very aware that there's facial hair. Yeah. I mean, and you know, I have dark hair. My real yeah. hair is like your color. Yeah, it's dark too. brown. So I get a good, I get a stash. Sure. I, I, I get a, a stash. light one. And even yeah. if it's not dark, I just don't like the little hairs on there i'm telling you now that these damn iphone cameras are so strong oh my god i take a selfie and i'm like oh is that Stephen ray morris with that damn mustache <laughs> do you what also the get the, do you get the little black chin hairs i don't get those oh you're lucky i'm so feminine i get very few of those but i kind of love them because i love plucking i i love plucking. Oh, plucking and popping I, if that was a job like just a hair plucker I would be a damn CEO. You're an eyebr- you could be an eyebrow girl. I've always thought that I would really enjoy, and this is so gross, bikini waxing. Oof. You need to have my friend on, Kate Perovich, yes. who lives in Portland, but she's moving here. She's a hairdresser, but she used to be yes. a bikini waxer, yes. and she told me the horror stories. Oh, I, yes. Book her. Okay. Give me your email. She's the best. Um, so when I was, so this was summer 2010, a.k.a. the last summer of Jackie being single. And, you know, I was having a good time. Mm-hmm. I was living my damn life. Mm. My friend was selling Avon. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you gotta try this Avon Skin So Soft. Avon Skin So Soft. Avon SSS. Avon SSS. Mm-hmm. You know, they got all kinds of shit. I was just on the website last night doing research for this. They got Avon Skin So Soft damn dildos. I mean, they got Avon <laughs> Skin So Soft, everything you could fucking imagine. Dishes. And one of the things they have is the, um, depilatory cream, like the Avon Skin So Soft facial hair remover cream. Right, right. And she went on and on about how she uses it to take off her mustache and it's very light and easy. I think you put it on. Like no. seven minutes, wipe it off. I said, sign me up, baby. Yeah. So I bought a tube of it. I was a dog walker at the time. I was walking all these famous people's dogs. And one of these uh, big, big famous guy, right? His wife and I became friends because I show up at the house and I walk their dogs and we become friends, yeah. you know? And she kind of felt bad. I don't think <laughs> she felt bad for me, but we became buds and she knew I was single and she was like, well, we're having a big party <gasps> up at our big mansion. Oh. Maybe you could come. And I was like, oh, of course I want to come, Fuck you know, yeah. and socialize. So I'm getting ready for the party. And uh-huh. I put on my skin so soft because I said, if I'm in the sunlight and uh-huh. a famous person walks over to me and wants to, you know, maybe take me on a date, he catches a whip of my stash. Uh-huh. You know, I got to look good. I got out my A game. John Ham's like, no thanks. Exactly. So I, uh, I cream up <laughs> and I don't remember if I lost track of time. I don't know if I think I might have been on my computer, yeah. like look, dicking around on Facebook. I lost a little track of time and I said, Oh shit, I got to get this cream off. Uh-huh. 
So I wipe the cream and I literally <gasps> have a Stephen Ray Morris mustache, but bright red. I'm talking like <sighs> chemical burn red across uh. my across my lip. And I say, well, this certainly is not cute. Yeah. So I let it breathe a minute and I say, I got to cover this up with makeup. As I was covering up with makeup, it was just creating like even <gasps> more of an obvious line because it takes off that layer of skin yeah. too. So you can literally see where the makeup is yeah. and the skin. I've definitely done that. And I was like, do I even go to this party now? I mean, I look like a damn fool. Did I look, you go? I went, but I left so quickly. You would have like, you would have mingled so much more, Who right? Who knows what would have happened? Ugh. Who knows where I would be right now? Well, I just use a fucking microblade for that yeah. shit. I mean, I'm not, I shave my fucking. Yeah, a lot of women right do. Right here, what is this called? Like my side. Side of my face. It's just like it makes it makes the cream go on ease better. It makes it absorb more. Yep. And I don't give a shit. And I do my lips too. Well, a lot of women uh, in the Nash Butte Facebook page, uh, they say they do that too. Yeah. Um. Right now, I'm just plucking. Like, let's not all pretend that we are no. perfect and normal and no. beautiful. I shave my fucking face. Yes. Who cares? Why, yes. why be ashamed of what you do? Do it, you do the whole wet shave regimen like Steven? Do you, like, <laughs> get out your little brush and do your whole thing? No, I just do a quick little, like, one of those Japanese microblades. Yeah. I just fucking go over it real quick. I yeah. don't like the baby hair. Yeah. Eh, whatever. I'm I'm all, I'm baby haired out. I, yeah. I got a good layer of like little blonde wisps going on mine my cheeks. Were, mine were here. It's kind of runs in my family to have yeah. them a little bit thicker. I just pluck the stash now. I pluck a, the I pluck the black ones and then I just microblade the other ones. See, I pluck the black ones and then let the blondies live. Yeah. Um. You know, listen. Who cares? It, it, check back in with me in a little bit. We'll see what happens. You know, I'm not opposed to anything at this point. I feel like when you get older, you start doing all these beauty things for yourself instead right. of for other people. Yes. And so if they don't like your fucking mustache fuzz, right. and you know what, like. You don't have yeah, like you don't have to be skinny and you don't have to be hairless. No. It's like not a rule. Yes. So whatever. Well, I will say that I feel body hair is having a revolution. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Miley Cyrus grows out her armpit hair and dyes it rainbow. Cute. And, and you know, I'm happy about that because why are women supposed to be hairless? Yeah. I'm telling you, I've talked about this before. In those old YM magazines, every other page is an ad for nair or razors or or shaving cream. I or, know. It's like Cut off all your hair. Yeah. Shave your pussy. And the thing Shave about, your legs. The thing about women is like, they're all, I, I totally look at women and I'm like, that woman's beautiful. Like, no matter what, there's something about every woman that is so gorgeous. Right. Not in the same way men are. Like, I like the guy I like, but right. everyone else is disgusting. Yeah. There's, yeah. It doesn't, we're all different. Everyone's Calm different. Calm down. Fuck you know everyone. What? That's what's beautiful about where we're at in 2017. You can be hairless. You can have hair. Yeah. Okay. You can have a mustache. You can have no. What is gender but a social construct, <laughs> baby? Okay. However, you'll never see me with my nip hairs. Like those are just gone immediately. Right. I mean, listen, we're all fucking animals at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Yes. We're animals. We walk upright and we wipe our ass, but we're fucking animals. Yeah. We got hair growing on us. Yeah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Anyway, so another. Oh, sorry, go on. My God. So this is another really pretty epic one. Okay. So as everyone that listens to Nashbute knows, I am a DIY colorer. Me too. I've been dyeing my hair since I was 13 years old. Me too. Myself. I've had it professionally dyed three times Never in looks 20 good. years. Never looks good. So. <laughs> Not you. Yeah. I mean, on me. Um, I mean, but. But with this experimentation has come some fails. Mm-hmm. As most people know, you know, when you when you fuck around with beauty yourself, you know, you don't nail it every time. No. Do you remember those highlighter caps? <gasps> when you pulled the yes. hair through? Yes. Oh my god, when back when like blonde white streaks were in in the yes. 90s. Oh my god. So, I tried one one time and I pulled through the cap. You pull you use like this little hook. Yeah. Uh, sort of like a cross stitching. Like you pull a hair through a hook, you pull them out of this little cap. Yeah. And then you put on the like bright yellow oh, highlight cream. God. And I did that. And then you, I think you're supposed to leave the cap on as it's processing. Yeah. I took the cap off and I noticed that <gasps> because of the cap on and me pulling the hair through and I didn't pull it all the way through. Yeah. So there was a pretty thick root. You never can pull it all the way through. And, and at, at this point, roots were not in. Roots are right. very in now, right. but in the in the early two thousands, I mean, look at Gwen Stefani. You've as never if it seen was a like, root on as her. if somehow it looked more now like, oh, exactly. this is her real hair because there's no root. Shut the exactly. Fuck. So I said, I don't want to have a root, so I went rogue, baby. I got the little brush that came with oh, the kit, no. and I said, I'm gonna paint. The roots yeah. myself with, and I said, I don't want to miss a spot. So I put a lot on the brush. Okay. So I was painting. I was doing my own balayage, baby, before that was even <laughs> a damn word. I put the, and then as I was waiting for the process, it was seeping into my scalp, which I didn't know. I wash it out in the shower and I see like my hair was really long. I could like see and go, Oh, that color looks nice. Uh-huh. You know, the highlights. I get out of the shower. I have a banana yellow streak going down my entire scalp. Oh my. So like banana, I'm talking like Dennis Rodman, you know, when he would die. I'm talking like yellow banana and then like tiny little baby banana streaks. And I said, well, I fucked up my life. This is not going to be easy to fix. You're not supposed to like color process your hair directly after already color processing it. Right. And I was supposed to go to CCD, which is like a Catholic school, uh, you know, get con- get confirmed. And I was like, I can't go to church. No. I Jesus can't see me like this. <laughs> and I made my mom take me to the Rite Aid. And I was like, I got to fix this. I've done that, too. It was terrible. I've so fucking done that. My I mom will say, me. I think leave the bleaching to the professionals. That's what I was going to say. Dye your hair at home. It's not that big of a yeah. deal. But bleaching, don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, the last one I have, well, I over Botox for my wedding. We already talked about mm-hmm. that. The other one is, okay, so do you ever clip your own bangs? Yeah, it's a mistake. Okay, same with me. Because I'm just like, I have to go to Rudy's or whatever, and I pay him 10 bucks a pop. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. But I was being cheap. You know, everybody knows Jackie J likes a good bargain. Okay, Jackie J saves money. And I was like, you know what? How how hard could this be? Right. How hard could this possibly be? I also went rogue. I should have watched some YouTubes. You know, yeah. that's some advice I have for you. Literally everything is on yep. YouTube. Yep. My dad watches YouTube tutorials for like fixing his cars and shit. <laughs> there is something for everybody on there. Whatever well, you're looking to do, YouTube it. There's a video. Definitely. So I went to fucking three months of beauty school. And so I was <gasps> like, well, I can do this myself yeah. then. It's not true. I mean, even with your education, you yeah. can pull up. <laughs> Shockingly. Now I say leave it to the pros. But I was like, I can do this. I got nail scissors. And I and I held them towards me. So like the the, the oh, clippers no. towards my face. And and I was like, I'm gonna go towards my face. 
So not like turning to the side, yeah. you know, I facing me because I feel like I've seen the hair person, you know, clip the scissors. I put them all down in my face and I went like this and I <gasps> clipped my damn eyelid. Oh, my God. I clipped my damn eyelid. Every person right now in the control room just covered their face. Oh. And I clipped my damn eyelid <gasps> with the scissors. So, yeah, uh, my advice to everybody out there, go get your damn bangs trimmed. <laughs> Don't bucks. do it yourself. Don't get cocky. And your hairdresser will usually let you come and do it for free if, like, between haircuts. Mine does. Yeah, I don't know why I never take advantage of that. Yeah, I, I feel don't like either. I'm too non-confrontational. It's a pain in the ass. There's no parking where I go. Fuck it. Right. Well, but don't do it yourself. Because no, it's very important to get that exact right length for me. Mm-hmm. You know? I like it right in the eyelid where I cut myself. <laughs> I like a good... And I always tell them when I go in, I go, eyelid, eyelid, right in the middle of my uh, eyeball, right there. So I never... It's always too short. And uh, then there was my over-Botox of the wedding, but... I want to talk more about Botox and Juvederm, but it's for another time. Save it for another time. Yeah. Well, you have to come back and tell us about your Derma Roll. I will. You have to tell us about your Cover FX Custom Enhancer Drops. Okay. I might get another face peel. <gasps> so I'll talk about that. Oh, yeah. We've both done a bunch of weird oh, facials I and shit. I love trying stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, it's fun. It's so much fun. Yeah. I mean, we like I said, you're perfect for Natch Butte. It lends itself to your audience. And, uh, oh, I got asked if I'm a, if I'm a murderino. I would say, yes, I am a murderino. <laughs> I consider myself a murderino. And I also married a true crime freak. I love it. Adam reads Helter Skelter in bed. Fuck yeah. And I'm just like, how do you sleep? Well, I never expect my friends to listen to the, my podcast yeah. or my family because it's like, you have to hear me fucking talk all the time. That's how I feel. Why too. would you listen to it? Yeah. And if you're not into murder, it's, does Vince listen? Fuck no. Yeah. I and, told Adam not to listen to Ash Beauty either. No. And yeah. I don't listen to We Watch Wrestling. Yeah. It's just like, those are our lives. Yeah. We hear each other talk all the fucking time. Yeah. And he's not into murder at all. That's so fun. But you know what? Not You don't have to like all the same shit as your partner. Oh, it's, it's great. Yeah. It's so important. I love that. Yeah. And I think enough, you got a lot of people listening, so it won't hurt if, if hubby wants to take a minute. You know yeah, what I mean? totally. Right, Choochie. <laughs> yes, my stinky angel. Well, that about does it for this episode of Natch Butte. And just in case anybody listening it doesn't know, please plug where we can find you, some of your projects. Okay, well, I'm at, um, on Instagram, I'm at Hardstark, G Hardstark on Twitter. Um, fuck, man, listen, rate, review, subscribe to My Favorite Murder, and um, thank, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. I know... I can't even imagine your inbox, how many people want you to come on every podcast they have. And and I'm honored that you took your time to come oh, be with me here. I've been waiting for you to ask me. I'm like, <gasps> I'm trying to get a little more, you know, not picky, but like. Right. But I've been wanting to come on this since you created it. I'm so stoked. Well, thanks. I mean, again, I, I thank you very much for uh, allowing the murderinos to find the butterinos. Oh, yeah. We're here, baby. And next time we have to hear your hometown murder. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've. Listen, you covered it. I know, but I but you lived two blocks from it. Uh, yeah, it was the most. It was a very terrifying time in my life. Uh, children, Darley Routier, everybody. Yep. Darley Routier is my hometown, Rowlett, Texas. Real quick, she killed her kids, right? Her husband did. Well, I actually learned a lot from your episode that I didn't know about. Okay, basically, where I live, everyone thinks it's her. I mean, there was no question. Well, she's in prison for it. Yeah. Death row for life so far. I mean, she's been on death row since I was a child. I think her husband had a lot to do with it. Well, listening to your episode, I got a lot of information I didn't know about. Because basically, we all were like, she's guilty, she's guilty. 
But I learned because I could get into it. I mean, I yeah. her house. They had this big insane fountain in front of their house. I mean, they spent money. That family yeah. spent money. Yeah. And right after all that happened, they pulled the fountain. They like you know. Yeah. It's crazy. My <laughs> I should have my damn dad in here to talk about it because he lived it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You know, as an adult. Yeah. John Johnson. Oh, he also has to come on U- the UFO podcast because my dad thinks <gasps> UFOs are real. But that's another okay. conversation. We'll talk about that later. Everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, you heard Georgia. Subscribe. You know, leave a review if you want and uh, don't forget I think the most important thing of all okay if you take anything from this podcast cream your neck and keep your fringe fresh <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah